I'd like to welcome you to the program today. It's another one of those special interviews that I did on my terrestrial radio program, most uh, the Catskills Cafe. And uh, this is an interview with Tiffany Williams, who has a brand new EP out. And we'll be discussing that album as well as many other things. So we're going to start it off today with a song from the album. This is Tiffany Williams along with Jonathan Dean. And uh, they wrote, they co-wrote this song. And it is on the new album, I'll Be Back Soon. So let's get it going with Tiffany Williams and Jonathan Dean and If It Wasn't. My name's Audie Martello and welcome to Mostly Folk. Yes, now I know what you've always known. This is not all you need. I feel like a fool. I believed you when you said. Tell me Tell me what's 
Tiffany Williams with If It Wasn't from her brand new album. And uh, there she is. Hey, Tiffany, how are you? Hey, Artie, how are you? I'm oh. so glad to be with you. Uh, same here. I'm so happy to have you. I'm so excited uh, for this new album. Uh, and I should say EP. It's not a full, uh, full-blown album. Uh, tell me about that song, If It Wasn't. Um, it's if you really, I've never told anybody this because when you said that, I immediately went back to the inception of it. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad I'm the first to reveal it. (laughs) I hadn't thought about this in a minute. So, you know, you're familiar with my music. So, you know, it's very, you know, Mm -hmm. sad, slow, that kind of stuff. And so I had a show, um, up in Louisville in March of gosh, 2019, and there was a, a lady there called Alex Krug, I think. I, she's a friend of mine. I'm, but, I've, yeah, I forget exactly what her last name was. I think it's Alex K-R-U-G. Anyway, she was, um, she was playing, and, she, and we were kind of opening for her. And she was talking about how she always feels like the one who drags. She always feels like the one who's playing all this sad stuff. And she got to feel like after me, she got to feel really, you know, like she's bringing the energy. <laughs> so, um, so after that, I was like, okay, come on, like jazz it up a little bit. And you see what I ended up with. It wasn't anything, you know, like, but um, it's still along the lines of what I do. But I wanted a certain guitar that had a little more energy to it and a little more pace. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I started. And um, and then I took it to Jonathan, who I've been co-writing with for, gosh, since 20, the end of 2012, I think. Yeah, he asked me to co-write the very. I had never co-written before, and I was as a fiction writer. I was so confused. I was like, "Whose song is it? If we co-write it, like, well, how does that even work?" You know? Yeah, that's but, a, yeah. That's an interesting thought because I've always, um, I've always marveled at people who could co-write together because yeah. you know, it's it's a process it's hard to do and you know where you know you have to give and take and you know yeah. you don't know it would be uh, very diplomatic yeah, and yeah. As, as far as uh, maybe you got a melody and uh, you have to write the words mm-hmm. uh which makes it difficult or or vice versa um yeah. so how you know how do people sit down and actually come up with lyrics for a song like that. Uh, did you? So you wrote this. Uh, if it wasn't together, yeah. Okay. I I had already started. I think I maybe had the melody already, and I definitely had the chord progression. Mm-hmm. But yeah, co-writing is a funny thing, and it's it's. I've done it for gosh. I've been in Nashville seven years, so nine years I've been co-writing. I guess. Wow. And it's always an adventure. And it, the scariest thing is when you get into a room with somebody you've never written before and, you, and you're and you starting from total scratch. So you may even be like throwing out a title or something and, and starting from there. And so it feels kind of bottomless and you're like, oh, gosh. And then it feels like a miracle, though, when you end up actually with a song. But um, it's I find it's a little easier. But then again, you don't want to be too far Long in the process so that it's you feel like it's mostly your song but if you have like the idea of a melody and maybe like part of a verse then that's really a great time to go to a co-writer in my opinion mm-hmm. some people i think just like to go from the ground up but yeah. um but jo- and the other thing too is like you you ha- 
it's so much better if you've co-written with somebody and you know, you know, because if it's somebody new, you you don't want to offend them. That's what I said about being diplomatic. You, have, you know, that's not the winner. Let's keep trying, yeah, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't know. Let's let's put that as a placeholder. How do you this criticize <laughs> somebody else's uh, lyric uh, if you're not really yeah. happy with it, you know? Uh, that, like uh, that. That's, yeah, that's, that's the key. Uh, I don't know how Lennon and McCartney did it for so many years. Uh, I know they had a lot of <laughs> arguments, but... Uh, I, yeah, you have to put your ego out of it, and you have to do what's best for the song. Yeah. When I... Um, and I'm and I'm giving you a segue, not on purpose, but when I was in a workshop with Daryl Scott, that's one of the things that I took away. One of the most important things that I took away that I still think of all the time is you have to let the song be what it wants to be. Mm-hmm. So you can't you can have a notion and you can kind of like go with it, but then once it kind of tells you what it wants to be, you can't try to wrangle it and and shape it into something else that right. it doesn't want. Because to be. you know you uh, especially you know you talk about. Uh, you do write a lot of uh, sadder kinds of songs. And, you know, that's your style. And you can't let anybody else change that. Uh, And uh, it's it's what it is. It's what you do. So if uh, somebody can't fit into that groove, it would make it... It would seem to me to be quite difficult to uh, write with somebody. <laughs> so yes. uh, you have to also pick the person you're going to be writing with and make yeah. sure that you can uh, do this together. Yeah. But I, I like to write other things too, really. Like whenever it's something that I really kind of compartmentalize writing in that way. And this was a little different because it felt like a, like one of my songs, you know, the, mm-hmm. if it wasn't. <clears throat> but um yeah, like it, some songs I don't want to co-write. I just want to write them myself because they feel like mine and kind of my my mm. art and an extension of myself. But I really do like getting in the room and just writing fluff, you mm-hmm. know. I've written for uh, radio pitches down here. I've written some film and TV sync stuff. And, um, yeah, you you may not even know it's me singing it. And uh, it's, it's just very different from what I do, but I like it. In the deep, dark hills of eastern Kentucky That's the place where I trace my bloodline And it's there I ride on a hillside gravestone You'll never leave Harlan alone Yeah. 
You'll Never Leave Harlan Alive. That was, of course, Tiffany Williams along with Daryl Scott from the new EP, I'll Be Back Soon. Now, Tiffany had promised to do a number of live songs, which she did. So let's get right back to the interview. And here's Tiffany Williams. And uh, tell me about the song you're going to be doing. Um, I'm going to do, is, is it okay if I do songs that are not out in the world yet? Absolutely. That's exactly what I want you to do. <laughs> Just tell me what the title of the song is so I can give you credit for it. If, uh... Yeah. Um, it's called Harder Heart. Okay. And it's a song, I've, I've been working on an EP, well, an LP during quarantine. I actually worked on both albums during quarantine, but <clears throat> the LP is, uh, it still needs to be mixed and mastered but otherwise it's recorded i've done my job and uh so this one's going to be on it and jack dugan was just telling me uh he's back uh, in the green room he was saying that you were thinking about uh possibly calling it coal miner's daughter but um uh, i'm not sure about that because yeah. of the loretta lynn thing uh, yeah no i have a new name for the song oh you actually. do <laughs> Not this one. Okay. No. I, no, no, I, the album. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no. That's it's one of those things where it feels it is it is informed by the song, of course. But I am a coal miner's daughter myself, right. and so and that's really the hook of the song. But I do like I had enough people tell me like mm, I don't know to where it was kind of critical mass, and I was like, okay, I probably need to rethink this. So, okay. yeah, it's not going to be called that, even though it almost was. I still kind of wish it.
Still you say we're miles apart Oh, I wish I had a harder heart Oh, I wish I had a harder heart A beautiful song, Harder Hearts. And as Tiffany said, that will more than likely be on an upcoming album. You don't know when that's uh, going to happen, do you? The only contingency is the release date. We're planning for August, but there's, oh. there's, but, but yeah, I don't, there's still everything, you know, is so up in the air with the right. music industry right. and touring and, you know, people are really skittish about booking. And so, um, understandably, but, um, but the, de the song will definitely be on the album, but it's just a matter of when it'll come out. But, but you'll get a, you'll get a preview if you want. Of course. Of course. Um, uh, speaking of the COVID thing, how have you been handling this, uh, as an entertainer? I know you're really a full-time entertainer now, right? You're not, you don't have a side job. Well, it's funny because I actually became a full-time musician in November. Did you really? I thought you I were when I saw you last. You, yeah, you and no. Sarah were touring so much. I thought, my God. I know. I was no. I took all my vacation days and I drove wow. back from from New York to Nashville and went to work the next day. <laughs> oh my God! So I had to oh, really. That's burn right. Oh, what, yeah. So what did you? What do you, do you do? Um, I work. For, I worked for the General Assembly as a researcher, but that was kind of a misnomer. I um, I would write resolutions, proclamations, the memorializing, congratulatory ones, and so um, the other people in the office do the bills, but I would do the fluffy stuff. Huh. So um, it was good because I got to write, and so, but it was crazy the timing of it because I had wanted to quit and do music full time because I'd been just killing myself trying to do it, you know, in addition mm -hmm. to. And, um, and then I left in November and then I had a handful of tours the beginning of the year and then we shut down. So, wow. <laughs> so I, I am back there as a temporary employee through May. Okay, good. Yeah. So, um, so it's good to have that option to go back to, but yeah, after May I'll be, I'll be free and clear. Yeah. But end. just in case it's good to have some, it's good to have that option if you can go back. Uh, but I'm glad that you've taken this step. Uh, because hopefully it'll give you uh, an opportunity to reach more people to, uh, yeah. you know, and, and keeping our fingers crossed, this uh, COVID thing is going to be in the background in, you know, maybe by the end of May, as the president uh, suggests, oh, so. or uh, April or, or June at least, you know, yeah. so that people can get semi back to where they were before it all started and man it's been a year i tell you oh no huh, it's been so even 2021 started off with a bang but uh let's hope things settle down so you have more live stuff for us this song is the oldest song that i still play out I don't know if I ever told you this, but I used to play guitar like a dobro. I used to sit it on my lap. Oh, really? I started so late, and my primary goal was to write songs. And so I couldn't I couldn't play it, and so I just sat it on my lap and did it like a dobro for years, for like two years or something. Get away. And I can't remember. It was around the same time that I wrote this. I can't remember if I had flipped it up yet or not. I don't, I don't want to say I wrote it 
while I was playing guitar like a dobro, but maybe I did. I know it's, <laughs> it's pretty old, but um, but yeah, I've never released it, and so it's going to be on the on the LP. It's called Carletta. Carletta. Huh. Okay. That's it. It's funny. That's a, a name. It's not about the person, but it's a name that a friend of mine's friend is called. Okay. So um. So when I heard that name, it just kind of stuck. And, and then, you know, as things do, you put it all in and it mixes up and comes out how, how it wants to. So.
That was Tiffany Williams with Carletta. There, there, there we go. There's a, a another typical Tiffany Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Sad sack stuff. I know, I know. But I'm really okay. I sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw that disclaimer out there. Like, I know it sounds like I'm, you know, tortured and <laughs> I mean, all are to, to a degree, right? But I'm really like, I'm living my best life right now, actually. You are. You have to, of COVID. You, no, you really are. I, I've seen the improvement uh, in what you do over the, you know, your voice even it seems stronger to me. I, I don't know. Yeah, but. it definitely is. I used to get, because I have, so I've been to the Vanderbilt Vocal Center, Center here. Ah. Um, I have muscle tension dysphonia. And so this is all, you know, rock solid sometimes. But um, so it's taken me a while to really build up stamina. But, you know, it's one of those things, the more you do it, the the better you get. And the more used to you get it. Yeah. So used to it, you get. Well. Um, I want to talk about so many things, but I also don't, uh, I want you to get in as many live songs as we can. Sure thing. Okay. This is, uh, this is on the new album. It's called No Bottom. And, um, I always go back and forth about how to say nihilistic, nihilistic. I don't know, but it's a nihilistic, nihilistic anthem. Lost. I 
Tiffany Williams, and that will be on Tiffany's next album. And by the way, if you are interested in finding out more about Tiffany, go to her website. Um, Tiffany, give folks the uh, URL of your website. It's T-I-F-F-A-N-Y, the letter M, mama, as in mom, <laughs> Williams. Dot com. Tiffany, I don't know what Tiffany Williams will take you to. I can't be held responsible. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, especially on Facebook. I tried to tag you on Facebook this morning, and there are so many Tiffany <laughs> Williams. Uh, I think I had to put in Tiffany Williams music, and that finally got me to it. Yeah, but um, the, really I can't believe how many people are named Tiffany Williams. I know. So, so I think uh, there's a famous track star. Named, oh, this is funny. So there's another musician named Tiffany Williams, and one of her songs is actually linked to my Spotify account. I need to fix it. She's a treasure. She's from Toronto and she does a totally different style of music and she's into production. And she found me because every time she would look for herself, she would find me. And so we're kind of buddies now. Oh, we cool. follow each other on the socials <laughs> and, uh, and we're going to have a beer if one of us is in the other city. Oh, so funny. <laughs> very funny. So uh, if you've got new stuff, uh, any more new things that you want to sing live, then go right ahead and do it. Um. Yeah. Can, can I sing you a brand new one that is? Yeah. This will be this will be practice for me. This is that's a okay. Real, real new one. Um. This is a song that I wrote. I woke up and the sun was coming in. You know, because it, it's just coming in earlier in the morning. Mm. And uh, and I came up with the line: "We're not lazy. We're just acc we're acclimating to the morning." And then when, like, I couldn't get rid of it, and I was like, no, this is this is happening. Like, so I got my voice notes on my phone, and I wrote some of it as I was driving to work. And I already had the, um, the I don't think, did I have the guitar part yet? I don't know, but I may have actually written all the lyrics at work that day. It, 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 it kind of came out just all at once it's kind of crazy but um and i mean there was some revision to it but anyway this is called uh don't want to so this is not on any album and who knows if i get to make another album maybe it'll go there we're not
I'm sure you're tired Losing sleep over the gauntlet Wondering if you'll ever catch up To all the notions of yourself inside your To some Appalachian hideaway much about it uh, this this time but as you mentioned at the beginning you are a coal miner's daughter you are a uh, coal miner's granddaughter and a coal miner's great-granddaughter uh, you grew up in Kentucky so you know all about coal mining I think I've asked you this be- before but uh, what's your take on the whole uh, you know, fight between coal and uh, solar energy and uh, what have you? Um, well, I mean, we know, we learned in grade school what, you know, non-renewable resources are, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's crazy to me that we're fighting, moving to renewable energy. It's mm-hmm. just wild to me. The The reason you have any resistance where I'm from is you make good money at coal mining. Right. When, you know, when you're, when you're a full-time underground miner, and I guess, too, when you operate machinery for strip mines and stuff, I mean, it's some of the best money you can make, and, it's, and you don't have to have a college degree. Mm-hmm. My dad was a coal miner for 36 years. He had an associate's in mining engineering, I think is what it was called at the time. So it was just two years, and then he went into the mines. But, um, yeah, it's just, it, it is, we have a mono economy. And so if you take that away... What people have to leave or people, you know, and, and it's home. Like my, it was hard for me to leave because my, my fifth, I think great grandfather's buried up on the hill from my elementary school, which I could holler and they'd hear me, you know, in the playground, which is actually, it has, there's no school there now. It's now, um, it, it's where the seventh sons motorcycle club hmm. resides. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but, um, but yeah, it's just, you know, my family's been there for 200 years or so. They were there before the coal company came. Right. And so, you know, it's that's home. It's hard to leave if you even if you do want to leave, but if you don't want to leave, you know. 
Um, if you're just leaving because of necessity, because there's no employment, but that's the thing. Like there, there were no, there's what's called severance money. So, you know, um, like schools were built from coal severance money and all that, but it, there was no real structure. I mean, reclamation had to be forced. I'm sorry if I'm rambling, (laughs) but reclamation, they had to kind of, they had to, you know, put it into law before they would even do that. And it's just, you know, you've got these extractionist industries coming in. They give you employment and it's good money, but then once it's gone, it's gone. So I think when you hear people who are against it, it's because they have a vested financial and, you know, a life interest in it. You know, it's not that we love coal, you know. I mean, it's it's part of our psyche at mm-hmm. this point. But it's not like, it's just the fact, like, it's not that we love coal and we don't want to see it go. It's just... We want to make a living in our home. Yeah, you don't think that uh, should should alternative energy come in? That the people who are presently employed in the uh, coal mines would get jobs? Do you do I think that they would? Be yeah, the one don't you think that would happen? Um, oh, would they uh, would they desire those jobs? Is that no, or either way, would they get jobs or would they? Uh, you know, get jobs that would replace the income that they're making now, you know. Right, that's the question. A sustainable like, and, and income. It's really where I am is, you know, it's switchback curves and stuff. And so it's hard to get, you know, companies and, and things like that in there. I feel like maybe they've talked about, I don't know what kinds of things they've talked about bringing in. But no, I mean, yeah, there is people will... If, if there is an employment opportunity that is is going to pay the bills and, and and then some yeah I don't it's not a loyalty to the to the mineral mm-hmm. it's just a, a desire to stay where you're from I just think of it as you know uh, and of course you know that the working in the coal mines is uh, not the most ideal thing and the money may be great but uh, black lung disease and uh, all of the problems uh, the danger of that job uh, one would think that uh, certainly you you know uh, your dad and your grandfather you had to be worried about them coming home at night uh, I don't know yeah. about that, you know, growing up. If it were me, I certainly would be uh, yeah. a little nervous about it. Definitely. But, uh, you know, it, it, it would be great if they can replace the jobs of the coal miners with with jobs that will sustain them even more than they are now so that they yeah. don't have to worry about feeding their family. Right. It, yeah. And, but that's the, that's the worry, you know, mm-hmm. like who, where are those jobs? Who's bringing them in? Because, and maybe there are moves to, maybe I'm just not up on what's going on and there are moves to make that happen, but that's kind of been the story the whole time, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. nobody's, you know, cling to the coal because what's, I don't see anything coming in otherwise, you know. Oh 
tried to feed a bird from the palm of my hand He came in close but I knew he'd never land He'd never land And still I wait in vain It only brings you pain Tiffany has uh, been so gracious to join me here today and play some live tunes from what will be an upcoming album. Are you getting ready to play another song? Did you see me moving my capo? Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Quick. Okay. Um, So we've been talking about where I'm from. I'm from southeastern Kentucky. And uh, this is a song, you know, it was a weird Christmas. It was a weird everything last year. Mm -hmm. But on Christmas Eve, I ordered pizza. They charged me $70 to get this pizza to my house. I ordered a couple other things too, but I think it was like upcharge on the delivery since it's Christmas Eve. Anyway, $70. But um, it was a local pizza place. But um, anyway... That same day, I wrote this song. I don't know where it came from, but I'm glad it came. And uh, it's so I, I was going to be a linguist at one point. I studied sociolinguistics at North Carolina State University. And um, and I've worked on different projects and stuff. Um, I used to be a consultant, a regional consultant for, you know, professors at Yale and stuff like that. They would send me sentences and say, is this grammatical to you? You know, that kind of thing. But um Anyway, so I know that there's more nuance to this, you know, how to pronounce Appalachia. Um, yeah, I was going to talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's more nuance to it than, than what I'm about to, you know, advise through song. Okay. But um, because, you know, the Appalachians go up to Canada, really. I mean, the, the mountain range. But when you think about Appalachia, it's usually where I'm from, you know, that, that area. And so the problem is I've had people all my life, I've heard people all my life say Appalachia. Right. And then I've even had conversations with people where I will say, I will say it in conversation. They will say it in conversation back to me (laughs) the other way. Like I almost like, are you correcting me? Because I don't know. So a lot of us, it feels like a, you know, insider outsider thing. Like, do you do you know that that's how you say it? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like when I how went to. How could they say that to you? <laughs> and how I don't they get say like that I, And people, I know some people don't know and they don't mean it, and I'm not like militant about it. 
you know, but it is one of those things where, I don't know, it's just, it, it comes off so, so often as just because of the way that our area is viewed, you know, a lot. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, it comes off as like condescension and I'm going like you're saying where you're from wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, I guess it's kind of typical of the American uh, psyche. Uh, I'm sure somebody from New York who says, uh, who has a Brooklyn accent and goes, New York. And then somebody will correct them and say, you mean New York? And, <laughs> you know, it might be that same kind of thing. But, uh, you know, if Tiffany Williams tells me it's Appalachia. I am going to say Appalachia and not Appalachia. It's as simple as that. But uh, yeah, that's so. Uh, go ahead with the song then. Uh, you said that this is what this is about. Yeah, and okay. it's just a little jingle. It's okay. I don't know that it'll ever be anything. And the name of it? Appalachia. A P P A L A C H I A. Say the place, the way the people from there say Appalachia. Nope. A P P A L A C H A Appalachia. A P P A L A C H A Appalachia. Hey, <laughs> that's it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, that is so cool. Uh, Appalachia from Tiffany Williams. It's Tiffany Williams' website is Tiffany M. Williams.com and uh, very nice website. And if you like what you're hearing, there are albums available there. Again, uh, go to the website, buy the albums through the website. Maybe Tiffany uh, will even autograph them for you if they come through her. But uh, uh, just tell them Artie sent you. <laughs> and uh, please, I'm so happy to do autographs, but I really, it's so I had to get this. You guys at home can see it. Ah. I had to get because the albums are, you know, that slick. And and so if I sign it with a Sharpie, nothing shows up and it can wipe off. And so I got this um, this paint Sharpie. But I'm not like the last time I signed an album, paint went everywhere. Like I think there's still some on my table. Yeah, there is actually. <laughs> but um, it was just a big old mess. So I will sign your album. But if you really don't care either way, <laughs> let's just not. <laughs> uh. Anyhow, do you have another song? I do. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, this one, I started out trying to write a country song. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, I don't know if it's any different from the other things. I mean, you can tell me if you think, it, if you, think you can hear that in it. But I wanted it to be more down the line country. But this is called Wanted It To Be. But I wanted it to be I wanted it to be The years I've been loving you You let me cause you want me to But you don't want me I wanted you to
Tiffany Williams live right here on Mostly Folk. And uh, we've actually run out of time. So I'm going to close the program with uh, one of Tiffany's songs from the album. This one is called California. Skin brown from pegging by the roadside Knuckles busted from punching that brick wall When he moved and you missed Then he landed his fist Against the broad side of your jaw Midday heat hangs on you like a blanket Cracked lips taste like dust and gasoline The last time you saw it Your face looked like your mother's I'm glad she's not here to see Oh 
have a home beside the sea But the closest you ever came was A truck stop in Santa Rosa You felt the sand beneath your feet Everywhere you go now you're a stranger and the cautionary tale on full display But they don't know the story They don't know how to look in Make a mess of everything Oh, California The ones who came before you Well, I certainly want to thank Tiffany Williams for joining me today and playing some live music for us here on Mostly Folk. As I said at the beginning, this was originally broadcast on uh, community radio, live community radio, WIOX. And although the original interview was a lot longer, uh, I cut it down so that you folks who listen to Mostly Folk were able to hear Tiffany. So thanks for listening, and I certainly hope you join me again next time for another episode of Mostly Folk. Happy trails to you.